welcome back to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I am one of your hosts, Austin. And I am your other host, Adrian. So, uh, this week, I, we're, I don't think we're specifically talking about social media, no. uh, but we're talking about phones. Um, are they good? Are they bad? And um, should they maybe be regulated? Uh, or are they addictive? Um, we don't know. We're we're about to find out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd be that definitive, but okay, we're at least okay. going to talk about hey, it. I I feel really good about my prediction makings after our Russia episode. That's fair. I said Russia's going to come out firing, and the very next day they announced they have invincible nukes. Uh, so I f- I'm feeling pretty good about right. my my status. Though I was a Russia expert, I'm not a phone expert. No. Um, Though I do use a phone uh, on a daily basis. So I was reading, um, oh, I listened, no, I did, I uh, I read a transcript of a, a Russia Times, that's like the state-run media of Russia, mm-hmm. uh, interview with Putin. He said, uh, asking if they would retaliate if they were nuked, they said, yeah, of course, Um he said, I know it would be like a devastating result for the world, but really, if the world didn't have Russia, would it be worth having? And I was like, wow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like Putin. Yeah. Um, but anyway, our article this week is not from The Atlantic. Wow. Um, Shocker. It is from 538. Some place I've wanted to have an article I was gonna for say, a long time. When you sent it to me, I was like, we should really have... We should yeah. really do more articles from the 538. I like 538 a lot. What is 538? 538 is a... It's basically a statistics website that got Spoiler turned into alert. a news website. We love stats. Um, yeah. So it started as um, basically just predicting the election or uh, tracking the polls for the elections and um, seeing what likely outcomes were. And now it's, it was bought by ESPN... Uh, so now they track sports, mm-hmm. mostly basketball, um, and now they have m- lots more politics stuff, and they have some things about health. Um, they had a really cool uh, article about the flu recently mm. and showing how it uh, it spread throughout the states. It started in Mississippi and Alabama uh, or uh, Louisiana. Mm. So if you want to blame any states, those are the states to blame. Uh so, the article is called "How to Break Your Phone Addiction." I'll be honest. Um, I know it's my jo- my like my job to to read the articles. Mm-hmm. I didn't super read this one. Wow! Um, I actually yeah. read the entire article. Oh, okay. So, what's it about? So basically, it's like this guy who I thought it was a woman. I it might have been. Honestly, I apologize. It, I didn't read that part of the article. It's either it's either a woman or a man named Catherine. Well, okay. Well, then it's a woman. Excuse me. Um, but anyway, she was basically searching. She felt she was on her phone too much and has, like was searching for a way to maybe get around that. So she like read this book. Um, again, it's going to sound like I didn't read this article, but I actually did. Anyway, she read this book. Basically, the article was saying like, I think it was basically quoting the book in that, like, by taking t- 
time away from your phone, you actually are more productive. So they referenced a study that was done where even like proximity to your phone um, limited your like comprehension and there's another C word that I'm uh, cognition. Yeah. Cognition. Um, uh, maybe it was like cognitive functions, but anyways, I was guessing. Um, so like, you know how sometimes it's like, Oh, I just have the phone on the table upside down. It's not affecting me, but false. This study revealed that it actually does distract you. Even if you aren't looking at it, you have to use effort to not give into that temptation. Right. Um, and so, she also oh, oh, it says even when it's off. Yeah, so it's just so just the presence of your phone, of the phone is more powerful than you even knew. I thought you had read it because you had mentioned something that it also mentioned about making your phone black and white, which makes you less oh, likely everyone, to stay on your phone. Everyone longer. says you should do that. Well, I don't read many articles, so I didn't know that. Oh, but. okay. Um, and then At first, actually, I I saw it in a video the first time. Okay. And then basically, basically the article didn't really say a whole lot. It said basically like, hey, I found that sometimes my life is still is better when I don't use my phone, yet I still cheat on it like a diet or something and use my phone to check my email in the evenings. Um, but basically, it, the the interesting thing to me is that it presupposed that we are addicted to our phones. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the case? Um, so I'm I'm gonna give a brief anecdotal yeah. uh, argument here, which I know is a fallacy, but I'm gonna make it anyway. Some people don't uh, know that. I said I know it's a fallacy. So, okay, so uh, I wouldn't have known. So personally, I was working at a place uh, this summer where I had neither my phone nor the internet. And I will say I was much more productive <laughs> without the phone, without my phone or the internet. It's, uh, yeah, if if you don't have anything to distract you, mm-hmm. it's either just like sit there and do nothing right. or do work. So I'm not gonna sit there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got I got a lot done this past summer, um, and it is it's weirdly freeing. So my my computer is broken, my personal computer. So I am recording this at my lovely university. Um, but it's weirdly freeing to not have a computer. Hmm. In uh, what way? Because like when, when I'm in the middle of a show or something, it's like I still feel like I'm on the clock. It, like I don't like I didn't realize it until I wasn't. Um, you know what I mean? Like no. What do you mean? When you're working, it's like, oh, you have a job to do, and you have these hours, and once those hours are gone, you're out of productive time or something. Mm-hmm. So I I found out that I felt that way without realizing it about being at home. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I've only got this much time to hmm. get this, 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 and this done. And, um, like, I still do things. I don't sit at my house and do nothing. Um, but I think the... Like, TV shows always just have that time, like, counting down the mm-hmm. entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's still, fe- like, it feels more like there's only so much time you have to be be productive, air quotes there, um, even when it's your leisure. Right. 
or leisure, if you know, whatever you prefer. Um, so it's been kind of nice, uh, in some ways, to not have a computer. It's been just amazingly uh, inconvenient in other ways. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, and that was another. Cons. Yeah, that was another thing that basically the it came to at the end of the article was that she was saying like the your phone. If you want to, if you think you're addicted to your phone or want to try to use your phone less, you should think of it more as as, as a tool, not as like an entertainment or just something yeah. else. Where it's like something you use for certain occasions not something that you check all the time that she recommended just deleting all your social medias because those are the things that Ooh. most people frequently go. Although she said she was going to keep Instagram, which I was like, well, is, that's also social media, but it's harder to get into an Instagram hole though. I think, I don't know. You can probably do it. How many people? Uh, okay. I follow way less people yeah, on Instagram than, than I do most people. on. Yeah. Also like, a lot of people just follow people they don't know or oh, just I random don't. exactly I don't do that. i'm i'm just saying like this is the real world and not just austin land um <laughs> and then like people search things did you know that you can just like see random pictures if you go to like the little hourglass and by hourglass i mean magnifying glass no um and just see Wait, random why? you can just see random pictures there might be people that you might know you can just oh, scroll I, for days. If there's people that I might know, I don't want to see their pictures. Well, anyways, you maybe, can uh, get lost in I'm an Instagram loop. Yeah, I That's guess. That's my point. Um, also, do you know you can message people? Yeah, some people Ollie message. did that to me the other day, yeah, and so I was like, what on earth is going on? Well, it's happened to me, and there, people would ask me, like, did you see this message? And I was like, no. Did you send it to me? had you send it to me and they're like through instagram and i was like i didn't know this was a thing yeah so but i mean we're just curmudgeon the old old men right so, so what i'm saying is real life people huh instagram is real that's a that's a bummer i know i saw a picture of a dog on instagram today and i was i was frustrated i was like why <laughs> why uh some people just follow dogs i know it's unbelievable Speaking of Holly, she follows more dogs than I follow people. That's wow. an exaggeration, but it's close. Oh, I thought that was true, and I was <laughs> going to be really concerned. I feel like we're um, getting really sidetracked. Yeah, but are we addicted to our phones? Uh, I don't – maybe. It depends, I, on what you, it depends on what you consider addiction. Yeah, so I just I was, Googled – I literally just Googled addiction, okay. and I was really upset because it told me it was the act of being addicted to something. I was like, you can't use the word in the definition. Well, but then is, I – and then I Googled addicted. Yeah. And it said physically or mentally dependent on a particular substance and unable to stop. Well, stop taking it without incurring adverse effects. So that is very vague. It um, is very I, vague. I think is the problem with with definitively saying that we're addicted to our phones. Right. Because I was we thinking don't. about this a lot recently. What what do we consider addiction? Mm -hmm. And by saying you can be addicted to anything, which is something people say. It, does that does that weaken things that are physically addictive? Right, right. Um, I think I think the biggest thing about addiction for me is that like the idea that you will go and withdraw if you don't have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. To so me, that's, that's the addiction. that's the hinge. Though, 
I mean, I was really, it's like biochemical. So uh, physical and mental are kind of blurry. Right. Um, but I would say even if we're not addicted to our phones, much of our lives are structured in a way mm-hmm. that is inconvenient for you not to have your phone with you all the time. Right. Um, because like what she said about like, I love having my email on my phone because I, I feel like I, I'm not missing anything, but mm-hmm. rarely do I get emails that right. are like immediately I need to respond to. A lot of my emails um, aren't even from real people. They're just from. Bots. A lot of mine are from my university. Um, they send out way too many emails. Do mm-hmm. people write those? Anyway, that's know. not important. Yeah. Um, so I, I think even if we're not addicted to our phones, it's it's hard for people to go without them. Right. Um, it, cause I would say for most people, they don't go through withdrawal, but there's like a separation anxiety with your phone. But couldn't that be an like couldn't that be an as like an aspect of withdrawal? Um, no, it's, it's like if you're it's, separated from your kid, you're anxious about it, but you're, that's, that's not withdrawal. Right. I'm assuming. But it's, it's causing a like mental and potentially adverse, physical adverse detriment reaction. to your health. Yeah. Um, I would say you're closer to being addicted to your phone than you are most things in your life. Okay. So if, it's like so, if you're not addicted. So it's more of unhealthy, not addicted. Yeah. Um, I don't. So yeah, I don't know. Um, like, Be- where do we draw the line for addicting? Right, because like, in some ways, it, we are okay with being addicted to some things and not others. For That's- instance, like coffee. Yeah. Exactly. Like what? Caffeine, what makes I something guess. an unhealthy addiction and other things not? Cause right. I, like I was, I've been thinking about. Uh, um, drugs for some reason. Uh-huh. Um, have you been watching like Atlanta? I have been watching Atlanta. Is that um, why you've been? But that's not why I was thinking about drugs. Okay. I was just thinking about them in general. Okay. Um, like what makes them so inherently dangerous? Uh, okay. Mostly, I was thinking about guns. Um, okay. Guns are pretty inherently dangerous, but we don't ban them. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's what's different about drugs that makes them so dangerous that not many people have trouble making them illegal um, or or very restrictive like uh, right. cigarettes? And then I was thinking, are cell phones like the cigarettes of today? I know everyone says something is today's cigarettes, but um, I think there are a lot of signs that cell phones are bad for your health. Mm-hmm. Um, just like looking at the post millennials. By the way, I have officially made the cut for a millennial according nice. to Q. So, nailed it. Congrats. Anyone, uh, born after 96, I'm sorry. Um, you do not make the cut according to Q. Mm. Uh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, that's another so, discussion. There's lots of. Um, the rate of mental health issues among post millennials is ridiculously higher than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are also the people who have phones, the greatest proportion of their life. Um, granted that is correlational and not causational. Right. Um, but that like, there's lots of, 
I to me are warning signs mm-hmm. uh, or indications. So, and then I was like, man, how weird would it be if, like, our kids watch a movie and say, like, wow, I can't believe how much people were on their phones. Uh, like, you know, because I watch a movie from the 80s or something, and they're like, I can't believe how much people smoke in the 80s. Don't right. they know that's bad for them? Right. Um, so, I was just thinking, well, will cell phones be like that one mm-hmm. day? Mm-hmm. Um, so... So why do we why do we regulate some things but not other things? Um, and do do you think it's possible that cell phones would ever be regulated? Um, so your initial question of why do we regulate some things and not other things? I think yeah. that's like a million dollar question, and I'm not even going to try to answer that question. Uh. I mean, what am I supposed to say? Like, it, it in a lot of ways, I feel like it should be a case by case basis. Um, mm-hmm. I think the standard right now or where I would draw the line right now is like something that changes your mental or physical state. Um, That's a lot of things. I understand. Um, But that's kind of my thought right now in a, what we deem as a negative a negative kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about um, Aldous Huxley. He's an interesting guy. Who is Huxley? He, Huxley wrote one of the most underrated books of the nineteenth, no, twentieth century, "Fight Me," uh, "Brave New World." Mm-hmm. Um, but the book that I'm most interested in that he wrote is um, "The Doors of Perception." I might circle back to uh, "Brave New World," but okay. so in "The Doors of Perception," he decides I'm going to take a bunch of drugs. And write down what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he takes peyote, yep. and he says, "This is the greatest thing ever. Everyone should take peyote because it breaks down the barriers between your mind and everything else, and mm-hmm. makes you view the world differently." And th- there's actually lots of studies about magic mushrooms recently, saying that it has good effects for your health. Interesting. Um, but uh, so peyote, every like is illegal. Uh, people don't use hallucinogenics um, widely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but there, I, I, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm wrong in saying there are less people that die due to peyote in America than they do to cigarettes mm-hmm. or fast food. That's fair. Um, probably distracted driving. Granted, there's more people who are distracted driving than use right. peyote. Right. Um, so to me, it's a lot of like what people decide is bad. Right. And not really what is actually bad for you. I, I can agree with that. I I think that that is probably true. That is what we have just decided is bad. Yeah. Um, but then like, yeah. What would it, what would it take to get cell phones regulated? quantifiable information that they cause uh, growth defects in adolescents. Growth defects? Like tumors? Like That would work. A but, fourth arm? But also just like mental... <laughs> I mean, you probably already have it. So the other day... I don't know where the third one came from, but... I don't know either. <laughs> um, the other day, I was... 
uh, getting lunch with somebody, and mm-hmm. at the restaurant we were at, there is was a TV, and I like specifically sat so that I was facing away from the TV. Yep. Now I'm not someone who I would say, what's what's the one that's actually exists? Is it ADD? Uh, no, ADHD. ADHD. So I would say I'm not the a type of person who has ADHD, but um, I was talking to this person then afterwards, and it was like, I feel like just everybody, like my generation and younger, because of cell phones and television and other screens, like we just innate have this like increased deficit in attention span um, because of these things. Um, so I think that we're already kind of seeing some of those adverse effects that I would attribute to why we should regulate cell phones. Um, Is that an adverse effect though? Um, people having smaller attention spans. Yeah. I would it's say not, so. It's not useful, but is it like harmful? I mean, it makes you less productive. Is that good or bad? As a society, I think we want our society to be more productive. That's true. Um. Anyway, so so I think it, that's what it would take. It would take something like that some kind of study coming out that says cell phones are bad for children under the age of something. And then we regulate it and say, children yeah. can't have these. Do I think the that's ever going to happen? Probably not. Yeah. We would have to have an experiment where we give some kids cell phones, like three year old cell phones and don't give other kids cell phones. So, um, yeah, there's lots of problems with doing testing, experimental validation. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, what what tests did they do to show cigarettes were bad? Did they do tests or did they just figure it out? If it was the '80s, probably not. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I wasn't alive, um, and I have not looked into it at all. Yeah. Um, but There's like, something else that I was going to say. My question is, why do we even need to do testing at this point? I feel like there's enough information out there. The fact that this article exists, the fact that like people are talking about being addicted to their cell phones. Last, you can't take away my freedom. Well, I mean, they did for cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah, so why? Or how? You can't see me, but I'm shrugging. No, I can see you. You can't see me. I was me, talking remember? to the listeners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, I follow you. Um, yeah, um, I guess. We, we would just need public opinion to turn massively on right. cell phones. Right. And I don't know how that happens because you'd have to read it on your cell phone. Right. To me, to me it's never going to happen because by the time that we decide that cell phones are bad, something else will be invented that has taken the place of cell phones mm-hmm. yeah that's so that's why i don't i don't like the rate technology is going because we just kind of make things mm-hmm. and say this is fun right do it and then everyone buys it and it is fun there's people do bizarre studies on rats uh, but there was one they hooked him up to a button that if they press it it would just inject dopamine into their brain dopamine is the uh, chemical that 
goes in your brain to indicate pleasure, basically, or reward. Mm-hmm. Um, so these rats, they were very content to just hit that button until they died. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Literally, and so they died. To Yeah. To make the argument for cell phones being addicted, they kind of, uh, like, hijack your reward center uh, to just give you dopamine mm-hmm. when you use your phone. Like, seeing a like or uh, a heart or whatever it's called for whatever platform you're using, dopamine. Getting a text, boom, dopamine mm-hmm. notification. So, I think, I think if we did, like, uh, fMRIs, on people using their phones, if we had like portable FM, like you know how you can get an EKG uh-huh. just throughout the day to measure your heart rate. An fMRI, by the way, is a as a functional MRI. MRI is magnetic resonance imaging, uh, and they use this to see how blood air and electrical signals are changing in your brain in basically real time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really cool. Uh, so if I think if we could, if we had someone invent this and people would do a lot of studies using your hardware, portable fMRI, <laughs> someone who is a smoker, have them walk around, compare it to someone who is using their cell phone on a day-to-day. I think that would be a good way to demonstrate these things. Mm-hmm. Or I guess you could just have people smoke in a fMRI or and use their phone, but... I think smoking is frowned upon in fMRIs. I don't know. Probably. Um, but if this is a mobile one, so. No, no, no. Just a conventional one now is what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. That might be easier. The technology already exists. They're probably working on it. So. So, so what you're saying is use that to mm-hmm. prove that the same thing that's happening when you are addicted to smoking or addicted to something else, the same thing happens to your phone. Okay, so here's my counter-argument. Sure. I get dopamine when I pet a cat. Yeah. Mm. Um, Is that, should that be illegal? Is that addictive? It's actually oxytocin, but uh, no. That's okay. So, yeah, I, I don't think it Restricted was my original question. So, um, I read an article, as I do. Um, Oh no, is that video you sent me where it's like? Yeah, I was gonna uh, mention that at the end of this. We just give people unlimited access to something to to try to take away all their problems. At whatever age people get cell phones at Mm -hmm. nowadays, so I don't even want to know. I think it. I think cell phone use should be restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, so I'm, I live in Austin's imaginary world, apparently. Yep. Um, and I love when my phone dies uh, because it's so freeing. Your phone's dead and you're just driving through the dark, wandering around. There might be deer. There might be people. You could get into a horrible accident and no one would ever know. Shout out to my mom. That's um, not what you're supposed to. That's not the point of what you're supposed to be talking about. I know. I just thought I would uh, uh, make her anxious about it. Okay. Um, but I love when my phone dies because there are a lot of things I hate about my phone. First, anyone can call me at any time. 
anyone can video call me at any time, and I hate that. Like, sometimes I just want to be in my room doing my own thing, and if people want to come and bother me, they have to walk up the stairs, and then I'll be, like, I'll know they're coming. Uh, but with my phone in my room, anyone can call me. A telemarketer called me just this morning, and I had to talk to her for, like, a couple minutes. I had no interest in going on some vacation. Why did you answer that call? I thought it would be rude not to. <laughs> um, so, or, like, even, even, like, a friend, he called me the other day. He told me he was going to, so I was, uh, that was fine. Mm-hmm. I, for, I had forgot about it, but then I remembered as the phone was ringing. Um, but then he just video called me right in the middle of it, and I was like, this feels like a massive invasion of my privacy. Like, I, I didn't ask for this. I don't, I, I didn't want this, but mm-hmm. now I have it. And I have a phone. Anyone can call me anytime and just, bam, be, like, all up in my personal space anytime, anywhere. And uh, I hate that. If you want to call me, feel free. Just know that I might hate it. Um, <laughs> How is this on topic? This just sounds like Austin so, complaining. When my phone dies, all of that like pressure goes away. All I, It's just me and whatever I'm doing by myself. I don't have to worry about the rest of the world coming to invade my business. Uh, I don't have to worry about missing uh the latest news because it'll still be there when i get back um it's just it's nice everything feels like better uh so i should just forget my phone it sounds like Um, what about the people who are listening who are like whenever i don't have my phone i get more anxious I don't know. I don't understand that. Or is that or is that just a fabrication of their mind that they've never actually been without their phone, but they think that if they would be without their phone, they actually would be anxious? Uh, I don't know. Um, I think in general, most people text or like Snapchat or like constantly message people more than I do. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so I think for them it is it would be worse because it it feels like you're just cutting off something in the middle of mm-hmm. something. Um, so I would say I don't know I I have no idea what that feeling is like so I I don't know how to avoid it. Um, I don't. Do you have any recommendations? I'm not a phone expert. How do so. how do we avoid? The feeling of anxiety or FOMO, if you will. Yeah. Um, You come to the realization that you're not actually missing anything. Um, That's at least, I don't know, maybe that's... you are missing things. You're not, though. You're not missing important things. Right, which I would say means you're not missing anything. Like, what does it matter if I text somebody back if i know that i'm like gonna see them later that day like it doesn't you're you're being rude just ignoring them leaving them out to the cold wolves well see that's the other thing that's the part that gets me the most upset is about like 
he had to text somebody back right away. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Society, man. I know. I'm really bad at that. Anyways, we're just complaining about things right now. We're not actually talking about if phones should be regulated. Something that I have been, like, rooting for since, like, I don't know, years now. I probably haven't actually told anybody, but I feel like I did back when I first had this thought. The idea of, like, in order for your car to drive, you have to, like, put your phone in this spot where you can't get to it. You have said that before, to Uh, me at least. Yeah, I know. I think it'd be a really good idea because... A, like, and that would be a regulation, right? A, like, so so many people are texting or doing stuff while they're driving, looking at their phones, and it's so dangerous. Um, so, what if you don't have a phone? Then you're not distracted. But you can't start your car. Uh, you can get like a no, that wouldn't work. Yeah. It, it's not important. The point okay. is. <laughs> Everyone has a phone, and this is what you do. Anyway, so that's regulation. Um, I think, yeah. I, I, I've said in this, uh, I, I've said before, I think phone use should be regulated. Even people find that um, anxiety is reduced among cell phone users or smartphone users uh, when they get notifications at um, set times during the day. And not on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even that could help. Yeah. Um, the person in the article mentioned that she would only, after she got back from work, she would only check her email like once every hour, like on the hour yeah. or something like that. Um, so the pr- the problem is the people that sell phones and, uh-huh, and the things that are <laughs> on phones, like make apps and stuff. Right. They want to make lots of money. Right. And like currency right now is people's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like if you can just get people's attention, people will sell you sell you ads. Right. Uh, so there's a, a huge incentive to just be as addicting as possible mm-hmm. as a phone or as an app. So I, I don't I don't think the government is ever going to regulate phones. No. Be- or not in the next ten or so years, just because. There is lots of division uh, um, among the government, mm-hmm. um, so I th- I think it would be like I I would appreciate if uh, people who made phones gave you more options for doing things like that. Set, having like instead of just like you can set your iPhone to black and white, um, have a built-in function where I can get notifications once an hour. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it it goes against a lot of how you should right. use a phone, or how you, people make money mm-hmm. from you using your phone. Uh, but I I think it would help people. Right. Um. I I mean maybe we no we can't agree on anything so we can't we're not going to agree to make cell phone carriers do those things mm-hmm. um cuz i was thinking like cigarettes have to have filters on them uh it's it doesn't it it's not going to stop everything right uh but it helps i just had a brilliant idea it's probably okay, going to be me. a terrible idea but this just hit me 
cell phone usage is like poor eating habits. And so mm-hmm. if we want to make a lot of money, here's our next business idea. Okay. We create a cell phone diet. Okay. So you know how like all these people, there's all these diets out there that people are like, I want to eat healthy, so I'm going to just eat fish nuts. Well, uh, <laughs> like fish and nuts. Um, okay. I don't know anything about dieting, so I don't actually know. But anyways, so this is the point. You like create these things. It was like, okay, now you get rid of this app or you only, you're only mm-hmm. allowed to use the texting app. You have to delete your email. Weight watchers for your phone. Right, something like that. Or like you can only look at your phone so many times. And you can even uh, you can even make it an app where it logs like your app usage time. And it's yeah. like, oh, I only have – I'm only allowed to use an hour on Facebook. So yeah. once you get it, it just locks it. It locks you out of your like, Facebook. No, 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 no. I just I, – I say make an app that guilts you into into doing things. Make an addictive app that helps people break their phone addiction. Give them rewards for every time they, they do a good thing. This seems counterproductive. It does, but I think it'll work. Does Weight Watchers work? I don't know. Oprah is like a spokeswoman for it. That I mean, that doesn't mean it works. Or maybe she has her own thing now. I don't know. But this is what we, this is what we do. But we create like, an app. Different apps have different amounts of calories, so yeah. the longer you're on it, like the longer you're on Candy Crush, the that's like a high calorie food or app. Mm-hmm. I I like it. Too bad we shared it with everyone. So all the like fourteen people that listen to this, they'll steal our ideas. Well, um, anyways, here's here's an actual better solution. In the event, I like that one. Yeah, I, I thought it was good too, but people are probably laughing at us. I can hear them through the internet. That's fine. Um, here's a here's a better solution, I think. In the event that your cell phone is actually something you're addicted to, or something that's just bad, which probably most mm-hmm. people would agree with, the really the only good and effective way of overcoming an addiction is to like work through it with somebody else. Um. I could be wrong. Maybe people have succeeded in overcoming addictions by themselves, but I think that that's probably... I think that's rare. I think that's probably rare. So in this case, what I'd recommend is just, like, finding someone who also doesn't want to be on their phone all the time and just, like, say, hey, right now we're going to challenge each other to not look at our phones for, like, an hour, which, to me, that doesn't seem very long, but to you that might sound, you like, hide forever. Your, you hide your phone, though. Yeah. You like hide, put your phone in a drawer on silent, no vibrate or anything, and you go do something else for an hour. You don't look at your phone for an hour. You're not near your phone. Not even near your phone. Even, even being near it is dangerous. Put it in a different room. And so, but like the point is, you have to do it with somebody else, or else it's, it's not like gonna a gym happen. buddy for your phone. Right. Yeah. That makes it sound like a joke, but it actually is serious because I don't I, think like it's actually gonna <laughs> happen if ma- you try to do it yourself. I was trying to draw an analogy to something people might already have ex- uh, experience with. There you go. A gym bunny buddy for your phone. Um, I'm going to come back to Brave New World. Go for it. Because I said I might. I, I think 
it's uh, I said it was um, underrated because I don't think people realize how applicable it is. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think people have read it. Um, Probably not. It kind of gets overshadowed by 1984. Which I think is a travesty because people know fascism is bad or people recognize that fascism is bad mm-hmm. currently. Uh, but people don't recognize that being addicted to your phone or yep. having entertainment all the time is potentially harmful. Mm-hmm. And that's like the society people are trapped in right. in Brave New World. Uh, so things might be harmful that we don't know are. So look out. Mm-hmm. Be careful when anyone loves you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, which that reminds me of my movie idea. I'm just giving away all my good sure. ideas right now. The other day I was listening to – what's the song? Uh, I don't know. There are lots of them. No, no, no. I was telling you about it when we were driving to Pittsburgh. Um, the Head and the Heart. No, no, no. It's by um, um, the band – Cough Syrup was one of their songs. Oh, uh, Young the Giant. Young the Giant, off their new album. It's my favorite song off the new album, but I can't remember oh, its name. Oh, uh, Mr. Know-It-All. Mr. Know-It-All. Anyways, it's talking... That's really not important, but you could go listen to the song. It's pr- I like it a lot. Anyways, it's talking about basically how like we're addicted. It's kind of talking about how we're addicted to our phones. Anyways, so I was listening to this song, and I was like... Well, what if I basically just steal the idea from Brave New World slash 1984 and put a modern twist on it? So in this movie, um, in this movie, we the world is now oh. what? I didn't realize we were going into it. Oh, am I? I, I it's just <laughs> gonna, go for it. It's going to be a brief synopsis. Okay. In this world, there humans have lost the ability to speak because they only communicate through their cell phones. Um, and so, like, you just see all these, like, people sitting at a coffee shop, but they're just talking to each other over their phones. And then there's a char- the main character figures out that at one point people used to actually speak out loud and interact with people face-to-face. So he goes on this quest to try to figure out if he can return it. But then I haven't decided how it's going to end if it, like, ends, like, 1984 where they just fail and, like, they just go back into society where nobody talks mm-hmm. i think that'd probably mm-hmm. be more effective for the story I'm, or like the idea i'm trying to get across um but what's interesting about this is it's like self-inflicted which is kind of well brave new world is kind of like that but not really um it's more self-perpetuated right and so like in this case it's self-inflicted by us because we are addicted to our phones and don't want to talk to people face to face uh okay. I had a movie idea recently. I'm not gonna share it. Okay. Um uh do we have closing remarks? Um just let your phone die, it's freeing. Yeah. I think my maybe this is gonna sound cheesy, but really like if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not addicted to my phone, you probably are. Um and if you don't like the definition of addicted, you probably are just attached to it more than anything else. So to some extent, you're addicted. Um, and if you're not worried about that, that's fine. I think you should be, but you can decide to continue mm-hmm. to do that. 
I can't tell you what to do. But in the event that you are sitting there and you're like, yeah, I am addicted to my phone. I don't want to be addicted to my phone. This seems bad. I would say, I would say, first off, nobody's going to stop you ever from, there's not going to be any regulations on your phone other than what you impose on yourself. I think that's my kind of final thought on that. Um, and so then B, since you have to do it yourself, just, yeah, just let your... Don't do it yourself. Well, yeah, don't do it yourself. Find somebody else to do it with you who also thinks that they're addicted to their phone. Or say, hey, I think you're addicted to your phone. I'm going to do this with you because we're both addicted. Um, but yeah, it doesn't have to be super long. Delete. Here's another thing that I think also that I thought about earlier that perpetuates sure. the problem, the addiction with our phone, is that people don't use computers anymore. Mm. So in the event that you use computers, I think this would be a good way to be less addicted to your phone. Delete like Instagram, Facebook, email even, all these things that you can do on your your computer because you're less likely to be and maybe you're on your computer all the time. But for me, if I would only check those things when I was on my computer, that would be significantly less than I would do if I was on – they were on my phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, delete some of those apps that you're probably not – and also realize you're probably if – you, if you leave your phone in a locked box for in another room for an hour, you're probably not going to miss that much. Again, we're two old guys who don't text anybody or call anybody. Yeah. Um, and like don't snapchat anybody so that's true it might be different for you but honestly if i didn't do it if i left my phone in a box for like a day there's probably yeah i don't i don't think i'd miss a whole lot but anyways i don't know if i actually said anything there but i think i did austin final thoughts uh the government uh I don't know. I have no final thoughts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alrighty. Since you have no final thoughts, do you want to <laughs> do you want to start off the recommendations? Do you have a recommendation? Um, sure. I I I forgot about that until like an hour ago, and it's like, oh, what do I recommend? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm gonna recommend Atlanta. Um, there's one episode. What is Atlanta? Atlanta like the is city? Te- yeah, just visit. Um, no. Atlanta is a television series uh, on FX. Um, it's also on Hulu. Uh, hey, I was I right about that. I would have finished the first season, but uh, Zach has, for some reason, not updated his payment information. <laughs> so if he's listening, that would be nice. Because um, I've, I've got one episode left. And it's been bugging me that I can't watch it. Um, but the, there's a there's an amazing episode called Ban. Mm-hmm. Uh, if for those of you familiar with, um, it's not really called Ban. It's B A N. It's an acronym. For those of you familiar with uh, Parks and Recreation, one of the great episodes of that show. There are many. Is uh, the Johnny Karate super amazing, awesome show Karate Show. Uh, this is like that. Um, the the like second most main character is just on a talk show, and there, it's it's bizarre and funny. Uh, there there's an interview with a, a, a like 
a black 18-year-old guy who says he identifies as a 35-year-old white man. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, it's not for everyone, probably, but I liked it. All right, Atlanta. The Check second season out. just started. If you have Hulu. So you could watch it on live television if that's a thing you do. That No, nobody does that anymore. Hey, I said people don't watch anything on TV, and so many people have told me I'm wrong about that. Okay, so. no, that was just football, not okay. anything. People don't watch shows on TV. Uh, well, I'm not going to make any definitive statements about television because I'm not a television expert, apparently. Mm-hmm. All right, so my recommendation for this week, if you care at all, even if you don't care, the Oscars happened, whether you liked it or not, last weekend. Um, and what I are the Oscars? The, <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars are the big award show for movies and just cinema in general, I guess, because of like short, short films and documentaries. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. Um, for what? A short film. Yeah. He he, just being in it? No, he helped like direct it and something like oh. that. Yeah. So he won an Oscar. He's like the first person to ever win an NBA championship and an Oscar. I actually don't know if that's true, but I'm assuming so. I have so. a hard time imagining that it's not. I also saw this really funny meme that was like all, every single Leonardo DiCaprio movie and he's like one Oscar. One thing, Kobe Bryant, uh, won Oscar. Anyways, ah. so really the only the only thing that I really cared about in the Oscars was the Best Picture, um, because usually the movies that are nominated for Best Picture are movies that I tend to enjoy, um, because they usually have to do with more critical thinking. Um, They're not about critical thinking. No, well sometimes. Uh, a Beautiful Mind. That's exactly what I was thinking yeah. about. Anyways, um, but they are movies that challenge you to think about things more critically. Um, so this year, the movie that won was The Shape of Water, um, which I would not recommend watching, um, even though it won. Um, so I won't go into all that, but anyways, that's not my recommendation. My recommend- I hear it's a touching tale about embracing the other in Western society. It's a what tale? Touching. Touching tale? I didn't even... Moving, if you will. Embracing... So, like, that's the only good takeaway from that movie, is, like, not, like, disregarding those, like, on the edges of society. Um, but other than that, I didn't really even think that the com- story was that compelling. Anyways... It's really highly critically acclaimed, and obviously it won Best Picture, so... I haven't seen it. Again, would not recommend it, but a movie that was nominated and I thought was going to win, I do nominate, is Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Um, so this this movie uh, takes place in Ebbing, Missouri. It follows um, this mother who whose daughter was raped and murdered... And, like, the murderer was never found. Like, nobody was ever arrested. And so, in order to... And this is, like, months later. In order to bring attention to it, she buys these three billboards. And outside of Ebbing, Missouri? Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. 
and is like calling out the sheriff um, and like saying like why have nobody been arrested yet and it causes this huge stir anyways so it's a really good movie I thought it was a really good movie and should have won because a it like touches on a lot of subjects that are really difficult a lot of subjects that are like really hot right now um and um just like shows the complexity of them but not only that mm. the the acting was just fantastic Sam both well won best supporting actor yeah and um i think francis i don't know what her last name is she the lead won lead um best actress best, best actress so they killed it and and i think that honestly out of all the out of all the best picture movies i saw Rockwell, the guy who won Best Supporting Actor, I think he, like, was, I mean, he won the Best Actor, but, or Best Supporting Actor, but I think his character was the the best because it showed, like, the the complexity of people. Mm. Um, And so, like, at the beginning of this movie, like, the first half of this movie, you're like, this guy is the worst, I can't stand him. And then, this is slight spoilers, but by the end of the movie, you're like, wow, like, this guy is, like, completely like changed his life around um and i kind of like him even though at the first i was like this guy's the worst um so again i i recommend it um it is a little hard to watch it sometimes not like anyways there's just some difficult things that go on the movie and it's like wow this kind of makes me really sad but also like it's a really good movie and i would recommend it and it should have won best picture but I'm not part of the Academy. Bummer. I know. Uh, also, read Brave New World if you haven't done that. Yeah, I was going to say also, that's a bonus. Yeah, Zach, if he's listening, I've got it on Audible, so you could check it out. Um, anyway. Yeah. Thanks so, for joining us. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this on your phone... I hope you're enjoying the irony. Uh, I didn't even think about that. If you're not, I hope you're enjoying it just on its own merit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yep, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.